Welcome back to the show. I'm Colt White. Here's your All-American Futurity Day preview, looking at the Juvenile, the Gold Cup, and of course the Futurity for $3 million. And last year I did do a lot of the overnight races and stuff like that on Labor Day weekend. Just decided to stick with the big six this year and the ones everybody wants to hear about. So I'm not going to waste too much time. We'll get right into this episode right after this. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Flare Strips. When it comes to fractions of a second, all decisions are critical to achieve the best performance. Think like NASCAR, where your incremental improvements are made to get every possible gain. For example, a horse's stride at a gallop, a horse's breathing and stride are linked together. For every breath a horse takes, it takes one stride. This means anything that impairs breathing impairs stride. Likewise, anything that shortens a horse's stride will impair its breathing. A tool for optimizing stride? Optimize the efficiency of breathing. Flare strips are clinically proven to make breathing easier because horses breathe easier. They can get most out of each stride. In addition, horses can serve energy, fatigue less, and bleed less. Flare strips are a tool to help horses be the best they can be. Visit flarestrips.com to learn more about the health and performance benefits of flare strips. Let's get started with the All-American Juvenile for a $200,000 purse. The two-year-old's going 440 yards, a field of 10, and two also eligibles. Number one, that's KJ Flying Cowgirl, owned by John Kathy Lee and Ruben Mares, West Giles Trains, Jockey Allen Hernandez. Number two, Six Famous Eagles, owned by Tyke Racing LLC, Santos Carrizales Jr. Trains, Francisco Calderon, the rider. Six Famous Eagles was a $60,000 yearling on the mountain last year. Another one sold on the mountain last year is the three Sandy Rose, sold for $137,000, owned by Chow Ventures LLC, Toby Keaton Trains, Ricky Ramirez. We'll be up. The four is Visa, owned by Simmons Racing, Wooten Racing, and Roger Beasley, Toby Keaton Trains, and the jockey Brian Candonosa. The five is Irish Sace, a $40,000 yearling at Riadosa last year, owned by CHR Racing, Jesus Rondon Jr. Trains, Liz Martinez with the ride. Number six, KJ Little Dew Scoop. Another one for John, Kathy Lee, and Ruben Mares, as well as trainer Wes Giles. Adrian Ramos with the call on this one. The seven is BP down for a Corona. Owned by Jose Sierra. Toby Keaton Trains. Juan Polito, the rider. This one a $50,000 yearling at Heritage Place last year. Number eight is Shoeless. Owned by Griffin Tiff Partnership. Toby Keaton Trains and Ramon Sanchez, the rider, a $41,000 Heritage Place winner mix sale purchase, was shoeless. The most expensive horse in the field is the 9A Political Cluster, sold at Rio Dosa for $225,000 last year, owned by JNSM Incorporated, trained by Fred Danley and the jockey Noe Garcia Jr. And number 10, Lethal Cartel Favorite, owned by La Feliz Montana Ranch LLC and Sean Hubbard. Xavier Rodriguez trains Rodrigo Vallejo, the rider. And the 11 is Crispin, actually 3-1 to one in the morning line as an also eligible. Owned by MRB Racing, Manny Rodriguez, the trainer, and Alan Hernandez listed as the rider on Crispin. So in the juvenile, I'm going to go to the 6 on top. That's KJ Little Deuce Coop at 5-2. to two. A gelded son of apolitical Jess out of Exquisite by Ivory James has won 4 out of 6 in his career so far including a win in the Grade 2 West Texas Futurity in April. Qualified the Riadosa Futurity in June, lost his rider at the start in that one, and earned a DNF 
in the Riadoso, ran second in the Rainbow Trials, did not manage to qualify, had a very impressive All-American trial a few weeks ago, broke in a bit at the start but found stride early and pulled away easy to win by three and three-quarter lengths. KJ Little Deuce Coop, the weather, the only thing keeping him out of the finals for the All-American. Earner of 176000 coming into the juvenile and his Arizona-bred KJ Little Deuce Coop. Second, I'm going to go to the seven. BP down for Corona at seven to two. A gelding by Corona Cartel at a BP down south by first down dash. Is a two-time winner from four starts, making his stakes debut. Has not been off the board yet, though, in four starts. Ran third in a maiden at Remington to start off. Second in the Heritage Place Futurity Trials. And then has won both trials for the Rainbow and All-American the last two times out. In these All-American trials, came in a bit at the start. Dueled all the way, but held on by a neck, did BP. Down for a Corona earner of 18000 for the Oklahoma bred coming into the juvenile. Third, I'll take the four Visa at 8-1, to one, a Colt by Corona Cartel, out of cash, check, or charge by Will Take Charge, the thoroughbred. The Texas bred has had three starts on the year. First time out was a maiden at Riadoso in June, ran third, won a trial for the Rainbow Futurity in July, and then was second in the All-American trials last time out. Broke fast in that one, dueled and was second by a neck, but it had to be vanned off, so that's a little concerning. Visa there, the Texas bred, earner of 9,800 going into the juvenile. And then fourth, I'll go to the two, six famous eagles at 30 to one. A gelding by one famous eagle out of 60 silhouette by Corona Cartel. This one's still a maiden in four career starts. That has some proven connections. This one was ninth in a maiden at Remington in April, third in the Riadoso trials in May, second in the Rainbow Trials, and then third once more in the All-American Trials last time out. Had a good start in that one, was game throughout, and just beaten about a about a length or so was six famous Eagles. 4,300 in earnings for the Louisiana bred going to the Juvenile. So on top, I'll go to the six KJ Little Deuce Coop, the seven BP down for a Corona, the four Visa, and the two six famous Eagles. Six, seven, four, two in the Juvenile. Joining me now is a 19-time graded stakes winning jockey. He will pilot. So let's start with your Gold Cup horse high flying hero. What's he like to be around? He's a, he's a really nice horse. He's just laid back. And he does his job. He really don't get excited for much. He's going to start and like, he's not going to break, but when the gates are open, he's all business. Now, he hasn't ran since April, but how has he been training leading up to the Gold Cup, and do you think the time off will benefit him? Um, I think it will, and, and I'm hoping it will. <laughs> I think it's going to help him mature and feel better, and I think he'll run a lot better than what, I'm, what, what he's been running. Now let's talk about Cowboys Gun Z. How long have you been working with him? I know you've ridden him in all three starts so far, and what's his personality like? I was fortunate to pick him up in the Rudoso trials, and I rode him in there. We didn't have too much luck. He flipped, and we ran second to Dark and Me. So then we come to the Rainbow, and he does the same thing. We run second again, and we worked and worked and worked on him, and all-American trials came, and it seems like it paid off. And what were your thoughts on that trial performance? Were you expecting him to run? I mean, I'm not saying the fastest time, but do you? I'm sure you expected him to win after his first two outs. Yeah, we've always liked him, the whole team. We've 
liked him and we just been working hard on him and, and we all knew he could run. It was just getting him over the starting gate problem. Uh, do you like his post draw for this weekend outside? I think it's perfect. I think it's good and hopefully everything goes right. The last two good for everybody for the whole field and it's just a, a good race. And, uh, Definitely. There's some good qualifiers in that race, and you never know what, what could happen. Yeah, you got that right. Um, as a jockey that's ridden in the All-American a few times, how does it compare to the other big grade ones you've been in? Uh, the All-American compared to other ones, it's totally different. It's a dream come true. It's, it's a blessing just to be able to qualify the race or pick one up and ride the race or just ride the trials, really. And we're fortunate enough to, to have a horse to have the fastest qualifier Saturday. And I'm pretty confident in him and my team. And I think everything is going to go good on Monday. Going out for the track for the All-American, like the post parade and the warm-up has got to feel like the longest 10 or 15 minutes of your life, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, actually, kind of, once I get in top of him, kind of relax. I'm just kind of reading him and talking to him, trying to make a, a game time with him. Make sure he's real confident and real comfortable, and and from there it's it's just hope for the best. Now we got another grade one in the All-American Gold Cup for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Another one going four hundred and forty yards in a field of eight in this year's Gold Cup. Number one, it's graded stakes winner A Trace of Eagle, owned by Bella Vista Farms LLC. Eddie Lee Willis trains Ruben Castro. We'll have the call. The two is High Flying Hero, owned by Arturo Cervantes. Zach Reddy Trains and the jockey Augustine Silva. Three is Good Reason Cartel, owned by Cody Crawford, Renee Wilson, Clint Crawford Trains, and the jockey Ricky Ramirez. Number four, Wild Roses 101, owned by Ferrari Racing Stables, trained by Ramon Mendoza, and the jockey Sergio Becerra Jr. Number five, Bomb Cyclone, owned by Rosenthal Ranch, LLC, Chris O'Dell, the trainer, Eduardo Nicasio will have the call. The six is Lethal Avenger, owned by JNSM Incorporated, as well as Don and Lane Reynolds, Fred Danley Trains, Noe Garcia Jr. with the mount. Number seven is now the richest quarter horse of all time, KJ Desperado, owned by John and Kathy Lee, Ruben Mares, West Giles Trains, Jockey Adrian Ramos. And number eight is Flashback, owned by Valeriana Racing Stables, LLC, Santos Carrizales Jr. Trains, Francisco Calderon, with the ride. I believe it's safe to say in this race, it's between KJ Desperado and Bomb Cyclone. I believe that's where a lot of the wagering is going to be. I decided to go with KJ Desperado on top at 9-5. to Four-year-old gelding by Apolitical Jess out of Trace Vesses by Trace Sace. Only had the one start this year where he broke the record against Allowance Company on August the 5th. Prior to that, ran second in the championship at Sunland to Danger. As a three-year-old, though, won the Riedosa Derby, ran second in the Rainbow Derby, and won the Texas Classic Derby. And, of course, his two-year-old year won the All-American Futurity and Texas Classic Futurities with three other Futurity finalizations. KJ Desperado, a 13-time winner from 19 starts, three seconds and nearly $2.8 in earnings for the Arizona bread. So then for second, I got Bomb Cyclone from the five hole at three to one. 
A gelding by favorite cartel out of Remember Me Rose by Corona Cartel has had one win and two starts this year. Had a rough trip in the John Andrini Memorial on May 29th and then came back to win the Grade 2 Mr. Jetmore last time out July the 30th. Fairly lightly raced overall, only 12 starts in his career. Of course, won the Los Al 2 million in 2021. Last year was fourth in the All-American Derby, won the Los Al Super Derby, and was fourth in the Champion of Champions behind the Big Three impress them, danger, and a political pants. Earner of $1.4 million is Bomb Cyclone going into the Gold Cup, and my second choice. Third, I'll go to the sixth, Lethal Avenger at 12-1, a four-year-old gelding by Volcom at a lethal class by Trace Sace. Has had two starts on the year, ran eighth in the John Andrini Memorial, and then ran second to Bomb Cyclone in the Mr. Jetmore last time out. At three, last year won the West Texas Derby, was a finals in the Riadosa Derby, Third in the Rainbow and All-American Derbies as well. Two-year-old year was the winner of the La Fiesta Futurity and as well as a finalist in the Rainbow Futurity. So he's won seven times with four seconds and two-thirds from 17 starts, 441,000 in earnings for Lethal Avenger. Looks like he's going a bit overlooked at 12-1. to 1. And for fourth, I'll go to the one, a trace of Eagle at 7-2, a four-year-old gelding by one fabulous Eagle out of a trace of paint by Trace Ace. He's won three times this year from five attempts, including a win in the Mr. Jetmore Grade 2 at Remington and the D-Raper Sooner State Stakes in Oklahoma City. Ran third in the Remington Park Championship after that, and most recently on July 22nd, won the Arapahoe Park Championship Challenge in Colorado. Last year was a finalist in the All-American and Rainbow Invitationals, as well as the Remington Park Derby for a trace of Eagle, has been first, second, or third, 12 of 15 tries, 209,000 earnings for the Oklahoma bred. So in the Gold Cup, I'll go to the seven, KJ Desperado on top, the five, Bomb Cyclone second, the six, Lethal Avenger third, and the one, a trace of Eagle in there for fourth. Seven, five, six, one in the Gold Cup. And lastly, here on this episode, we got the big one, the grade one All-American Futurity for $3 million, 440 the distance and a field of nine, it looks like, will be in the final. Number one, that's Sandstone Mountain owned by Wooten Racing, Toby Keaton Trains, Ricky Ramirez, the rider. The two is the favorite Dark Enemy, owned by Taiki Racing, Santos Carrizales Jr. Trains, Francisco Calderon, the rider. This one a $65,000 heritage yearling last year. The three is Flying Rabbit 123, owned by Trey Malachek, Toby Keaton Trains, Juan Polito, the rider. Number four, Dashing Trace, owned by Bob McClure, Toby Keaton Trains, Jockey Brian Candonosa. Number five, that is Corner Pocket 123, owned by JJ Racing, Heath Taylor Trains, Heath Taylor, two-time All-American winner last year with He's Judge and Jury, and in 2008 with Stoley's winner, the jockey is Rodrigo Vallejo. Number six, Cuz Lightyear, owned by Double Bar S Ranch, LLC, Toby Keaton Trains, Ramon Sanchez, the rider. Ramon has also won the All-American twice. He won it in 2012 with One Dashing Eagle and most recently in 2014 with JM Miracle. Number seven is AJ Precious Jewel, a $170,000 Riadoso yearling last year, owned by La Feliz Montaña Ranch, LLC. Xavier Rodriguez Trains, Liz Martinez will have the call. Number eight is Devastating, owned by Jackpot Farm. Heath Taylor trains. James Flores, the rider, a two-time All-American winning jockey, won last year with He's Judge and Jury 
and in 2019 aboard Mr. Jess Jenkins. The nine is Cowboys Gun Z, owned by West Texas Racing Partners, Mike Joyner Drains, and Augustine Silva. Well, I have to call this one was $125,000 Riedos Yearling last year. And number 10, Train Station V, owned by Valeriano Racing Stables LLC, Santos Carrizales Trains, Everardo Rodriguez will ride. This is a $130,000 yearling last year. My top choice, pretty hard to beat this one. She's been proven to be unbeatable so far in the two dark enemy at even money on the morning line. She's by He's Relentless out of coins by Spit Girl Jess. Currently six for six going into the All-American. Of course, won the grade one Remington Park Futurity in April. Also won the grade one Rainbow Futurity in July. Won a trial for the Rio Dos Futurity too. Just missed qualifying to that one. And had another knockout performance in the All-American Trials last time out. Had a fast start in that one and pulled away early for another easy win by over three lengths in Dark Enemy. 775000 in earnings with the win on Monday. She will be, I believe, the fourth richest quarter horse of all time and the richest filly of all time. Second, I'm going to go to the five. Corner pocket, one, two, three at 15 to one. That's the main reason I'm going with him right here. I like this horse at 15 to one, especially. That will surely change come post time. A gelded son of the freshman sire flying cowboy, one, two, three out of Shenandoah by good reason, S.A. This one was actually bred by last year's All-American Futurity winning owners, Jeff Jones and Steve Holt. He's judge and jury. Sold this one for $40,000 at Heritage Place last year. He's won twice in four career starts. And both those wins were recently in the Rainbow Trials and, of course, the All-American Trials. In his trial for the All-American was early in the day in that one, the first trial. Had a decent start in that one. Gained steadily and ended up winning by about a neck. 15000 in earnings for Oklahoma Bread Corner Pocket, 1-2-3 at 15-1. to one. Third, I'm going to go to the 9, Cowboys Gun Z at 9-2. to two. Gelding by Flying Cowboy, 1-2-3 yet again out of CF Smoke and Gun by Trey Sace. Hasn't been worse than second in three starts. First two times out were in the Rio Doso and Rainbow Trials, both second place finishes, and then broke his maiden in the All-American Trials to set the fastest time on day two. Had a good start in that one. Ended up pulling clear by a length. Just inched away throughout there. Wasn't asked very much. It didn't seem like Cowboys Gun Z. Earner of 10000 even going into the finals in the Oklahoma bread. And then for fourth, I'm going to go to the four dashing trace at four to one, a colt by tempting dash out of Sissy's Trace Girl by Trace Sace. Probably the lightest raced horse in the field. Only two outs. Was third in a maiden in June at Riadoso and then took some time off before the All American Trials and got the win in that one. Had a bit of a crowded start, but found stride early and then ended up drawing off by two and a quarter lengths in the Texas bred dashing trace. Earner of 7,900 going into the Futurity. And for the All-American, my top choice, Dark Enemy, the two, second, the five, corner pocket, one, two, three, the nine, Cowboys, Gun Z, third, and the four, Dashing Trace, fourth, two, five, nine, four, and the All-American Futurity. And that will wrap up the episodes for this week. A lot going on besides the All-American this weekend. We got action at Delta Downs, as well as Rotama Park coming up this weekend. So good luck to everybody on the mountain. Going to be a good one, and it'll be interesting to see the select sale, too, starting tonight. So Appreciate y'all for listening, and I'll talk to y'all next time.